Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. What's up, mujerones? Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving break. I sure did. It was such an incredible weekend. And I feel like doing a podcast episode on just some of the reflections, some of the gratitude reflections that I've had, especially because I've been talking a lot on social media about how I'm prepping for the new year. If you are a podcast listener, you know we get really deep into reflection and just next steps, uh, goal setting, all that kind of stuff here on the podcast. So I'm definitely going to be supporting you ladies with more of that content. Now, today's episode is a replay. It is a actually our live podcast recording that we had at the Mujeron Movement live event uh, in October. So it's such a good conversation with the founders of BIPOC podcast creators. If you have not heard about this community for podcasters of um, BIPOC podcasters, then you definitely want to check them out. If you're someone that is Hoping to start a podcast, you have a podcast, this community is definitely going to embrace you. And today's episode is specifically on that, how to start your podcast, how to scale your podcast if you already have one. So we get deep into conversation at the Mujer on Movement event. I hope you enjoy this conversation and just stay tuned for more of these type of episodes where we just pour on in on you launching, building your business, your brand, whatever it is that you're working on. So I hope you enjoy this. So let's get into the episode. All right. Welcome, amigas, to the Mujeron podcast live at Mujeron Movement 2023. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here. We have a very special guest today. And we're going to be talking all about how to grow your podcast and how to start it if you haven't started it yet. So if podcasting and just really bringing your message in the podcast space is something that you're interested this episode is for you my amazing guest is maribel quesada smith and tangia they are the co-founders of bipoc podcast creators a community for indigenous black and people of color who are interested in podcasting so thank you ladies for, for being here. Us. Thank you so much for having us. You, you notice how she said your first name, like you're Madonna? Yeah, that happens yeah. a lot. I actually like it. I just feel like Tangia's name is like, that's it. Tangia. It's global, baby. Yeah, you don't I don't know any name. other Tangia, so. You don't. I'm the one. Yes. Thank you, ladies, for being here. Can you tell us more about BIPOC Podcast Creators? Absolutely. Yeah, BIPOC Podcast Creators is an online networking community for black, indigenous, and people of color who are in podcasting, uh, who have a podcast, who are in the audio world, or now we say beyond podcasting because podcasting goes beyond audio now. 
Uh, there are videos and things like that that go with it. So we created the community to help amplify the voices of people of color in media. But from that community, which by the way is free and anyone can join at any time by going to BIPOCpodcastcreators.com, from that community where we have networking events and webinars and fire, uh, sorry, fireside chats, <laughs> um, you can also work with us on a consulting level. So we also created BIPOC Podcast Creators as a consulting company. So we work with a lot of media companies and small businesses to get their brand strategically in line with podcasting and the audio mediums. Yes, and for those of you that don't know, Maribel was my podcast producer. It's the only reason why Mujeron Podcast is alive because after <laughs> working with her, it really just brought clarity on how to bring this idea to life. So, yeah. I would just add that we created by podcast creators because we wanted to see more entrepreneurs and creators of color taking the media world by storm, whatever that looks like to you. It's a tough industry to break into if you don't know people, if you don't have a lot of experience, if you didn't come from journalism or you didn't come from the TV world, it's still tough. Um, but those kind of connections would help you if you were someone like me or most of the folks in our community didn't have those kind of connections. So we needed to figure out a way to make that happen because we expect that we need to create a space that is going to allow our people to create legacy. So that's what we're out here looking for. I love that. And you guys are doing an incredible job. I want to get into like how to start a podcast. Let's start with that. And just, I would like to know for someone that has no idea about podcasting, how it works, what would be like the breakdown of what they need in order to get started? Oh, okay. That goes to me. <laughs> So what you need, the basics of what you need, I'll get technical, are a microphone, a pair of headphones that plugs into your computer, and a computer, okay? Those are the basic things that you can use to start a podcast. But then from there, you need a hosting company that will host your podcast and send it out to all the platforms, uh, which is very simple to find. There are many of them. Uh, and then you also need a plan, which is where I would like to toss it to Tangia. So here's what I, what I tell people. Oh, so you want to start a podcast. Great. Great. You're a content creator now. And what that actually means is that you are building a brand, which means you are building a business. In order to have a successful brand, you need two things. You need a community, aka an audience, right? But to, have, to really be successful, you need a community. And you need to have influence. So everything you create has to be with that audience, that community in mind. And the reason why you need those two things is because you can't grow any kind of business unless you have somebody that likes it, right? And you need lots of people that like it. So that's your community. And you need to be able to influence those people to take action when you ask them to take action. So a perfect example is Mujero movement, right? Sonia has created a community and she is able to influence that community. When Sonia says, we're doing an event in Phoenix, a lot of people took action on that, right? That's how you build a business. And when you decide to create a podcast, that's actually what you're doing. Unless, of course, you're just a hobbyist and you just want to talk to your little group of people, that's perfectly fine. There are thousands of people that do that. But if you have designs in your head to do much bigger things, then I always say start from the beginning really figuring out who your audience is. Mm. This is going to take time, right? Sonia, you can attest to this. As you're building a head-on movement, what it looks like now is very different
different from what it looked like on day one, right? You're going to evolve. But as long as you're thinking with that kind of strategy in your head, okay, I'm building a business here, I'm building a brand. Who is it for exactly? You can, you'll grow into it over time. I love that you say that too, because when I first started the podcast, it was very much focused on just interviews. This was before I started coaching, so there was no product attached to it. It was just like a form of creating a platform for women to share their stories. And as my business started to evolve and there was now products, events, we had the coaching program, it was like, okay, what, how can we pivot this into also letting people know how this can help them, right? How these these different ways of them being a part of Mujeron Movement can really transform their lives. So if you listen to the podcast when we first started, it definitely sounds a little different now. You'll hear a lot more solo episodes. I was not doing that in the beginning. I was very nervous and I, I love that the other day we were talking about like how you start sweating and there's no one in the room. There's like no one looking at you, but you're like running out of breath, sweating. It's normal. We all felt like that at some point and it's like, Am I even making a point? But the more you do it, the more you understand your audience, the more you understand how you're going to market, what product you have. And I love that you said that because it's so true. And another thing that you have to do to get started in podcasting is to get out of your own way and out of right. your head. Because just like she said, we were talking the other day at our event about how when I started, I had been, I'd already have been working in media, in television for, uh, I don't know, 14 years. So I'd been working as a producer for 14 years. I knew what I was doing, but when I turned on that mic and that computer and pressed record, I was like, oh my God, and I, it was just me, yeah. right? We were, I was by myself, but for some reason, you get into your own head and you're like already judging yourself. And you, I, I remember I, I would listen to my recording and I would judge my voice. And now I can listen to my voice and I'm like, ah, whatever, like I don't even pay attention. But when I started, I would, that was the first thing I would do, I would criticize myself. And so I know that this is kind of cliche, but you're, I think we're all here for the same reason, right? We're, a lot of the time we get in our own way, and some of the things that happen is that we don't end up doing something that we want to do because of that. So that's an, an extra step, right? Just get out of your own way, just try it out, get started. Yes, you need a couple of technical things, but then, strategy is, is the next step and then getting out of your out of your own way i love this ladies okay now we want to shift it a little bit to for those of you that already have a podcast what would you say are like maybe three steps that we can take to grow it to get to more people to you know just to, to grow our podcast so i'll just say this i'll premise it with this and then we'll, we'll both talk um, there is no science yet to how to grow a podcast. It hasn't been figured out all the way uh, or how to monetize it. So we'll just premise it with that. It is kind of an art still to grow a podcast and to monetize it. Now with that said, one of the best things you can do to grow your audience is exactly what Tanjia said earlier. Begin with the strategy. Who are you talking to? If you don't even know who your audience are, you need to have that very clear because otherwise you cannot direct your messaging correctly. Mm -hmm. So that would be step one for me. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, just to reiterate, there, if somebody is trying to sell you like 
a program, because this happens all the time. These are the 10 things that you gotta do to grow your podcast. They are scamming you. <laughs> right, pay me $12,000 and I will get you top 10% chart. Right. No, and, no. And there's these, these, this other service where they're like, we promise to get you X amount of downloads and X amount of time and get you on new and red global. Flag. Red Huge flag. red flag. It is still an art, and it, I think it'll probably always be because we really are talking about kind of an art, right? You have to learn the specific audience that you're talking to. So the way that you grow your podcast is completely different from the person next to you because you have different content, you're a different person, you're talking to a different audience. So yes, getting to know your audience, right, is, is the first thing and understand that that is going to take time. Many beginner podcasters, especially who are in their first year, never even consider to reach out to their audience and start to survey them. So you need to learn them by talking to them. And it doesn't have to be difficult. You know, when I first started podcasting, I communicated to my audience through DMs on Instagram. I was just like, hey, uh, if you want this podcast to come back for another season, you need to DM me and let me know, otherwise it's going away forever. And that's how I knew I was onto something. Because I would get DMs and they'd be like, bring it back. And it wasn't people that I knew. It was people from all across the country that I'd never heard of before. So I knew I was onto something. And so I was able to take that information and learn from it. And apply that to the next season. And for the first two years, that's what I did. I would just ask questions, so I would issue a call to action. On, on the episodes and say DM me and ask them a question and people would respond. If you, you build the audience that way, people want to give you their opinion when you ask for it, right? So if you're putting, if you're doing calls to action and you're getting nothing back, zero, then you haven't hit the right audience yet. You just need to keep pushing, keep pushing. Um, calls to action is probably a third step that you need to take, right? What is What are you specifically asking the audience to do? This is a way to build a relationship with them. This is a way to develop trust because they want to talk directly to you. The thing about podcasting that's different from every other medium is that it's very intimate. Like you're literally in somebody's ear, right? While they're in their house, while they're driving, while they're you're walking. You're in the their head. You're in their head, right? <laughs> so people listen to podcasts that they like. They like the host on some level. Like they may not want to like have drinks with you, but a lot of them will want to. Right? I would hope they might want to do that. <laughs> Everything's easier with a little bit of alcohol. It's true. Right. But that's how they get to know you, right? Because you're, you're the voice, you are now the new voice in their head. So you have to, I say another step is really let yourself shine. Be who you are. That's what's going to attract people. Um, they will, an audience will sniff you out when you're being fake. Yeah. They're going to know it. They may not be able to put words to it, but they're going to feel it and they will just go away and you'll never get it back. So be yourself. Let, let that shine. Do a call to action. Take the time to get to know your audience and build relationships with them. Because the number one way to grow a podcast is through word of mouth recommendations. Amigas, the wait is over. Enrollment for Mujeron University is now open. Join our 12-week transformational group coaching program for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way, gain clarity, master confidence, create community, and build her dream life in just 90 days. MU is for the woman who is ready to get out of her own way, 
take action and bring those big goals to life. This is for you if you have a big idea but don't know where to start. You feel like you're meant for more in life, but you don't know exactly what that is. You want to surround yourself with like-minded amigas who support you, cheer for you, and help you get to the next level in life. Or you might be ready to build your dream life. If you said yes to any of these, Mujeron University is for you. We've had women inside this program show up unapologetically in life, in business, and online. We've had women who have been inspired to launch their own coaching program, businesses, and platforms. We've also had women who have made lifelong friendships inside Mujeron Movement and inside Mujeron University. If you are ready to set all of the excuses aside, show up as the best version of yourself and build your dream life, this is for you. Make sure you schedule a clarity call in order to see if this program is the right fit for you or join now using the link on the show notes. I can't wait to meet you, amiga. All right, let's get back to the show. Anybody want to ask a question? We're, in this part of the program, we are allowing questions. <laughs> Tell us your name, please. I'm Genevieve. I'm the founder of Lahat the Status. My podcast is Brown Girl Business School. I have four episodes. I started this as, I started the first four episodes as a series. But my question is, what suggestions do you have for us in terms of format that makes it easier to be consistent with the episodes? Mm. So what feedback do you have for formatting an episode? What are some best practices around that? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you, Genevieve. From Brown, say the name of the podcast again. Brown Girl Business School. Okay, Genevieve from Brown Girl Business School wants to know what kind of formats work best. And I'm repeating the question because I'm mic'd here for the podcast, so they might not hear this. Um, okay, what kind of formats work best for sustainability of a podcast so that you can stay consistent? The question can be very broad because it depends on what you like to produce and what you like to create, obviously. So. I don't want to use the word easy, but it is often used in the industry that the, e the easiest way to, to have a podcast that is fairly um, easy to produce is to go the interview route, the guest route, or the co-host route. So just you and another person always talking and always tackling a topic together, or you and a guest or different guests tackling topics together. Um, it is easier to do it that way because there's less editing that is required, there's a little bit less lift, you don't have to script. You don't have to do a lot of writing or a lot of research. That in mind, when you say format, I'm assuming you also mean like, should you do a season or should you do like every week? So that is also dependent on the type of audience that you have. If your audiences are, are always expecting to hear from you on a regular basis, then weekly will probably serve you best for growth. Um, but if your audience are the kind of people who are like, well, I'm listening to here to this now, but I'm going to be watching this other thing later, and I'm going to be traveling, and I'm going to be like, if they're all movers and shakers and they're always on the go, they might not need to hear from you every week. So that's where like knowing your audience is very important. So you can you could release seasons. You could do like a 10 episode season, take three months off, and then make another 10 episode season. Do you? I mean, yes, I agree with that, and I would also add that if you are brand new and just getting ready to start a podcast, I always tell those folks, do a season. Like, commit to maybe eight episodes that's doable for you, and just find out if you actually like it, because it's gonna be more work than you think, it's gonna take longer than you think. 
So figure that out, right? There are many people that are like, I'm gonna start a podcast, and they go and buy the most expensive mic and the most expensive equipment, and they can't get past eight episodes. And they're like, this was way more work than I thought it was gonna be. So I think, commit to one season. Give yourself that opportunity to learn the process, to like figure out your voice, right? Like, can you stand the sound of your own voice? Have you created <laughs> content that you think is valuable, right? And start to figure out what are you giving to the audience. Give yourself that space, and then you take some time off, start planning for the next one. And then if you want to add more episodes over time as you get better at it, great. But do a bite size. I always tell beginners, don't, don't do more than eight episodes, because it's more than you think. Ten is, is even pushing. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Do eight episodes. See if you can commit to that. See if you even like it. And then make more decisions after that. Yeah, I love this question too because I recently found out that it's a pod fade. It's a thing. Pod fade. Pod fading, yeah. Pod fading is when you like stop podcasting. Yes. And it know. happens so much. So I feel like it I kinda I wanna kinda talk about my experience. There has definitely been times where I go two, three weeks without posting and I feel horrible because I'm like, ugh. But I think I finally was able to stay committed when I really put a system in place of obviously having someone to edit it for me and like help me with that. I, I want to kind of add on to what they were talking about when it comes to consistency. I think it also depends on what the goal is with your podcast. For example, the goal with me is I want people to attend our events and I want people to sign up whether it's one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching. So that's a service that I have all year round. So that's why for me, weekly episodes works best, right? But I think that also can help you understand if you should do seasons or if you should do the weekly thing. Yeah, like I work on a show called Pulso, the Pulso podcast. I love and that we, show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, Say it again for the people in the back. I please. love the Pulso show. <laughs> no, it, it's like, yeah, it's so amazing. Thank you. So we produce narrative episodes and they are very so distinct. Good. They're oh, kind so of like good. mini documentaries for audio. When you do that, you need time. You need like four months of lead time to start producing and you know coming up with concepts, ideas, producing, recording, researching, writing, all that stuff. And then you start to actually put out the episodes. So we go on season breaks because of that. Like we'll release 10 and then we'll take a break and then we'll release another 10. Um, and we know that, that because be we know our audience you. is okay with that because no, they're looking that forward be to the for stories. Podcast. But that's I'll what a voice pod fade. Like if you if you don't know that, if you don't understand what your process is, then it is easy to give up and it's easy to get yeah. overwhelmed. I remember when I launched my first podcast called Diferente. Um, I didn't know that it was going to take me ten hours a week of work. Oh my god! It was ten hours a week for me to put out an episode every week. Now I will say I'm kind of a perfectionist, and I think that had a little bit to do with it. But overall, like you need to get your mind right about how long it's going to take you to do it and when you're going to be able to do that. Right. And I think it also depends on how are you starting? Are you starting with a podcast producer? Are you starting with a podcast manager? If that's the case, it might take less. You might, maybe you can show up and record. But I know a lot of us are like one man show and it can, it can get very overwhelming. But I, I really love this topic because 
I think that's like the number one thing, right? Just like the consistency. Okay, so I want to take one more question. Yes. Come on up. Uh, I have a podcast. Uh, it's called Vida. I wish I knew then. Um, I also have a social media that is called Vida with Jazz, where it's more of my lifestyle, but I also do the updates there. So where I, my question is more related to branding. I'm often fighting with myself. Is it okay if I have um, Vida with Jazz, where I'm promoting my podcast, or should I open another Instagram account where is uh, Vida I Wish I Knew Then? Well, mm -hmm. the question was, Repeat the question. Yeah, the question was, it's a branding question. You have a podcast and a business. Do you need to open separate social media for the podcast? Specifically for the podcast. Versus your business, correct? Well, the Vida with Jess is more lifestyle. So it's I'm more of a creative. It's her lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and the podcast is about what then? The, that's and the lifestyle or? It's basically the same thing. Okay. So um, over on my social media, I talk about my career, my wins, you know, I try to be positive, mm -hmm. uh, take care of your mental health. But then over on my podcast, I talk about my mental health journey, and then I bring um, individuals like Sonia who come and talk about Listen to, the um, to talk about stuff about their business. So you go deeper in the on right. the podcast. Correct. So no, you don't need to do yeah. that. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you to do that. That's not a. It wouldn't be a good branding play for you because that's not a, a separate business under your umbrella of business, right? It's really just an extension of your existing business and that's how you need to think of it. It's, yeah. it's just an extension. So you need to bring the podcast more into your existing social media okay. so that there isn't confusion of are these different things. Got it. But you want your socials to be the same across all platforms. So if you go and start a new social media handle just for the podcast, you're going to create a lot of confusion. Okay. And that's exactly what you don't want. You will drive people away when you create confusion. So just start bringing your podcast more into what you already have. Okay. The podcast is now a communications extension of your existing business with you being the head of that and you need to be branding yourself as a speaker now. You're a, a podcaster and a speaker because that's what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I do a speaker. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I would say, thank you so much for the question, by the way. And I would say um, also that you don't need to split your brain. You know, if, right. if you were going to have a podcast about sex and your social identity is just like, I don't know, sports, two different things, then you definitely need to separate accounts. But in your case, you don't need it at all. And there's one thing for sure that everybody should know. Social media does not grow your podcast. So... With that in mind, the way that you bring in your podcast to social media is through clips of your podcast, letting people know that, that it exists, that it's out here, letting like self-contained, self-contained clips of your podcast are gonna help you establish your brand further on social media. It's important to let people know. But for them to go over and actually go listen to your podcast, that's actually really hard because most people are not really prepared to leave Instagram or TikTok to go to another platform to start listening to your podcast. That's not what they're doing, right? They're usually just checking out of, and, and looking at friends' updates and things like that. So if you want people to actually start listening to your podcast that are following you on social media, get them on your email list. 
and then start emailing them weekly updates about the podcast or every other week, let it, you know, right. giving them little snippets about why they should check out the podcast and listen. Exactly. So when your podcast episode comes out, you're going to send them an email with a little paragraph, a blurb. Your call to action is going to be listen now, and there should be a one-click button to get directly to that episode. That's how you start to convert people. It's not going to be through social media. Yes, hopefully you're using Podlink. If you already have a podcast, I want to make sure that everybody here is using something like pod.link to share their podcast episodes because that is the easiest way to get people into any platform that they like. You don't have to just share the Apple podcast episode. You don't have to just share a Google one or whatever. It's pod.link and then all of the uh, platforms are listed there. So they can click whichever one they prefer to use to listen to your show or they can listen right there on that page. Yeah, I have that and when I look at my analytics, they a lot of them don't they don't say they're from Apple or Spotify because I'm sure they're just listening to to the podlink. Yeah, the podlink. Oh. So Cool. Yeah, this was great. And you know, that's one of the questions I had in the beginning too. Like, do I start a Mujer on podcast account? But I already have way too many. I was like, absolutely not. So simplify it, ladies. Like whatever is going to help you stay consistent, I would go with that. Because the, the thing is like, we're getting started and how do we continue to show up? At the end of the day, I'm sure all of you guys are looking to impact in one way or another with your message. And I think that the disservice that you're doing by not starting this podcast or by not posting that next episode to the people that you're supposed to impact like always remember that it's it's not just about how we sound it's about who we're going to impact ladies any uh, last words for you know just how can we join bipoc podcast creators for our audience. Sure, it's very simple. It's a click, right? So you can go either to our Instagram, bipodpodcastcreators.com, just click on the link, it'll say join, and you can join right there. You can go to our website, bipodcast. I was gonna say, you said bipodcastcreators.com oh. on Instagram, I'm like. It's just bipodcastcreators <laughs> on Instagram. The website is bipodpodcastcreators.com, excuse me. Um, and there's a join link right on there. It'll take you right there to join as well. So we try to yeah. keep it simple. The community is free. Like we said, we have networking events. We just had an amazing event two nights ago. Um, Sonia was part of it. Yeah, a Some lot of you, of you guys are there. there. Which yeah. is awesome. Um, we'll invite you to networking events. We'll invite you to webinars, uh, virtual gatherings. Um, it's a good way to grow as well. You need community within the podcasting community to continue to grow and have support. Um, and also, we have a few checklists on our website and some, um, some helpful information and guides that are free as well. So if you go there, just check that out. You can sign up for our email list and that comes out. We do a, a monthly newsletter where all of like the most important things that you should know about podcasting are listed there. Um, and yeah, it's, it's all about support. It's all about community. We're thankful to be here and to get to know all of you and, and understand your journeys. But if you need anything, reach out. And like Tinjia said, just it's one click. So it's not that hard. It's not much of a lift to join us. There you have it, ladies. You have these amazing, incredible women supporting you through your podcast journey. If you have any questions, please make sure to come up to them and ask. Tenjia Maribel, thank you so much. Thank you so much for supporting us and thank you for all of your knowledge. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you.
so much for having us here. It's been wonderful. All right, mujerones. Yes, for all our mujerones tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the mujeron of your dreams.